Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining Jewish Stories and More. This story takes place about 50 years ago. There was a young couple, Sarah and Chaim. Sarah had grown up in Williamsburg, New York, which in those days was a very Jewish neighborhood, but not everybody was from there. And so she had a traditional kind of an upbringing. She knew about Judaism, but by no means was she from. Her husband, Chaim, seemingly had less of a Jewish upbringing. In any case, they decided they wanted to have a home in the suburbs. And so they purchased a home in a place called Mountain Lakes, New Jersey. It's in the beautiful suburban part of New Jersey, uh, central and a little bit towards the north. And they really enjoyed their beautiful home and beautiful yard. But there was not too many people who were involved with Judaism there. In fact, there were no from people there at all. It was about 10 miles from Marstown, New Jersey, where there was a yeshiva at that time, a small yeshiva, a growing yeshiva. But in Mountain Lakes itself, there were no from people. There was a conservative synagogue. There was a reform synagogue not so far away. But in terms of a from community, an orthodox community, no. As a matter of fact, they became less involved in Judaism as the time went on. Until one day, Chaim, on his way to work, he worked um, near the edge of Manhattan, happened to see a mitzvah tank. He had never seen a mitzvah tank, a Chabad mitzvah tank. That is, some kind of a truck or a camper. Um, It usually has posters on the outside about mitzvahs, you know, mitzvahs on the go, uh, mitzvahs uh, for people on the go or something like that. And sure enough, a couple of yeshiva students invited him and said, come inside to our mitzvah tank. So he went inside. They helped him put on tefillin, say the Shema. I don't know if he ever did it, but he definitely did not usually do it. And when it was all over, he said, how much do I owe you? Oh, us, they said, you don't owe us anything. The Rebbe sent us here to do exactly this, to help people with mitzvahs. From that day on, Chaim and Sarah had a warm spot in their heart for Chabad. Sure enough, sometime later, the rabbi of the conservative synagogue made a trip, an educational trip to the yeshiva in Marstown. And so they met the Chabad people there. And that led to going to a Chabad Shabbaton. And that led to learning in classes at Marstown on a regular basis. And little by little, they became completely observant. But now, now what? They're the only from couple family, actually they had children by then, in the area. So they decided maybe they should move. 
By this time, they had heard about the Rebbe, and they wrote a letter to the Rebbe. And they said that they would like to move, and they asked the Rebbe's advice whether to move to Marstown, where there was a observant community, or West Orange, New Jersey, where there's another observant community. But the Rebbe's letter and answer surprised them. The Rebbe wrote a long letter, and one of the main points he said was that people should not only look out for themselves, but when they have an opportunity to help another person come closer to Yiddishkeit, to Judaism, they should do that. Instead of abandoning the battlefront that Rebbe wrote, it's better to make a determined effort to strengthen and spread Yiddishkeit, Judaism, in the community where a person is. Well, Sar and Chaim were very surprised by this answer. After all, they were barely from themselves. They had just very recently decided to become observant of Shabbos and Kashmir and observing all the holidays and putting on tefillin for Chaim and lighting Shabbos candles. And so, who are they to spread Yiddishkeit? But clearly, this is what the Rebbe said. And they discussed it with some of their teachers. And so they decided that they would do it. By the way, their main teachers were Rabbi Moshe Herson and Avram Olipsker and David Vichnin, all of whom I was very uh, privileged to have known and studied under when I was a student at Morristown. In any case, they began to try to do it. They would have guests for Shabbos and Yom Tov, holidays. They would give out matzah to people before Pesach. They would have public menorah lightings. And sure enough, little by little, they began to have a good effect. And a young rabbi, Moshe Herson's son, Asher Herson, came to teach classes. Little by little, the Judaism there strengthened. In fact, they also printed a Tanya right there on their own property, on Tsar and Chaim's property. And so it began to grow. And sure enough, even though every time they wrote to the Rebbe and told about the good news of the things they were doing, they also asked if we can leave. The Rebbe never answered that question if they could leave. The Rebbe just encouraged them to continue with their work. And so they did. And little by little, they began to see more and more success. As far as their children, true, their children wanted to live in a neighborhood with lots of other observant children. But they did go to a Jewish school in Marstown, and they did have their friends over, and they went to their friend's house, and they grew up in this situation. Sure enough, one day, it was time they felt to move. And so they went to see the Rebbe for dollars, when the Rebbe was giving out dollars for tzedakah, and the Rebbe gave them two dollars. He said, one for you and one for moving. And so by that time, young Asher Herson was full-time 
being a rabbi in their neighborhood. And so they felt very comfortable in leaving. But looking back, Sarah writes that who knows what they can really accomplish. The Rebbe knows. And quite often, the Rebbe would tell people that they should try to accomplish something which they themselves would have thought impossible. But the Rebbe truly believes in every single Jew because every single Jew has a godly soul. And that godly soul has infinite capacity. And therefore, we can often accomplish things which we would have never dreamt of. And in this way, with Hashem's help, we will bring Mashiach very, very quickly. And now, when we're in a very difficult period of time for all Jewish people, we are all really called up to the IDF, so to speak, that is, to join the army of Hashem and to do as much as we can in Torah and in mitzvahs, if we're not going to be in the reserves with actual weapons, to use our weapons of Torah and mitzvahs. And this helps all the Jewish people in the world, including the soldiers in the field, to achieve victory. May it happen immediately. Thank you so much for joining Jewish Stories and More. If you would like to dedicate a story, please contact us at jewisheducate at gmail.com. Thank you for joining Jewish Stories and More.